He's way too excited about this. You're pretty disgusting. No comment. Oh. It's really, really bad. Whoa, I came in at a weird point. I want you to screw with me. It was for your own good. It's okay. It was worth it. Hello and welcome. Thanks for joining us again under the library where we play Call of Cthulhu and record it and post it as it happens. Tonight we will be continuing season two of our homebrew campaign. We are short one investigator tonight. Chris is out for the week. We will soldier on without him. Just a little sad about it. My name is Arthur. I'm playing Franny. I am joined by Scott as Culligan, Rick as Bello, Wayne as Rutherford, Emily is back this week as Joe, and as always, our keeper is Michael. Michael, take it away. Hey, thanks for joining us. Under the Library is a Call of Cthulhu actual play of a tabletop role-playing game. I think I'm just saying words at the moment. Anyway, uh, this is the disclaimer that we are immature people doing mature themes, and some of those themes may include bodily harm, gore, uh, bodily expulsions. Am I missing anything? <laughs> Cannibalism. Oh, don't say it. Yeah, don't say it. Oh, okay. Anyway, this week we're going to be trying to get this train back on the track. We've beaten Rick into submission brutally pre-show. And uh, with that, I'm going to turn it over to Emily, who's going to give a recap of the week that she missed. I will. And I have to read everything that I wrote down while listening to your episode last week. That is my disclaimer. The first thing that I wrote was, Michael fell apart without me. (laughs) Yeah. It's not untrue. (laughs) Totally true. That was the craziest intro I ever heard. (laughs) (laughs) He just couldn't do it. He couldn't do it without you there. Couldn't do it without me. Yeah. It it was a little weird to go from not actual Emily to... From my very clear and well-spoken summary recorded for your listening pleasure mm-hmm. pre-recorded yeah. can we how many takes recorded. did you do how many takes did you do oh just the one that's all i needed yeah emily's a pro okay. <laughs> go ahead you knew the okay. answer before you even said that try not so, to punch anybody while you're doing the intro <laughs> if i do that will be for also your listening pleasure <laughs> <laughs> got him um So, as they began last week, Boone tried to peel off Bellow's costume from the neck down. Bellow moaned in pain. And then I wrote the question, what's the grape lady? There was a grape lady joke. Anyone? Okay, I guess it's not important. I didn't Boone get it when it sees bruising on Bellow's left side and a broken humerus bone piercing the skin. Um, he pulls on the arm to straighten it and then covers the broken skin with a tobacco chaw, wraps the arm and makes a sling. Bellow regained one hit point. He was described as a chicken centaur with a costume flapping at the waist and his chicken hands tied in front. At this point, I stopped taking notes and waited out over 10 minutes of continuous dick jokes. <laughs> Guilt. 
<laughs> Shame. It did get a little out of hand. Returning to our story. joke. Returning to our story. The party decided to return to Dick's house. Cully. Wait, wait, can, 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 he got renamed last episode. We returned to his birth name. Oh, this is just my shorthand. Yeah, it's Richard's house. And I take the notes. (laughs) Oh, damn. (laughs) And when you say we, you mean you tried to retcon it because you knew that you'd gone too deep with your dick jokes. (laughs) I see what you did there, Scott. Oh, come on. So, Cully has access to Dick's medicine cabinet. So he looks for pain meds for Bello. He also notices that Dick's heart medications are gone. He grabs the aspirin. He also notices the hair pomade is missing. Dick's special hair Richards hair product. Uh, And also the things in the bedroom seem out of order as if it's been searched. Rutherford looks for Dick's notes but they seem to be all gone. However, there is a single note on his desk saying he's been called away on urgent business. He apologizes and offers his house for our use. Rutherford knows it's Dick's handwriting, clearly done in haste. He didn't sign off in the usual way, and it wasn't written with his special fountain pen, which is still on the desk. Rutherford notices that occasional letters are slightly smaller, and he sees they spell abducted and Rutherford believes he's being held at the science center looking around the house Boone notices that all of the paintings include a shape that is familiar to him and it looks I drew an upside down goalpost like field goal yeah good job we're proud Um, of you so that's what it looks like Uh, that signifies to Boone here is the place At this time, Rutherford finds Dick's revolver, and Franny has looked around the house and sees no sign of forced entry. She offers to explore the facility to locate Dick, but knows it might be dangerous. Rutherford offers to join, posing as a visiting researcher, maybe with Cully as his assistant, and Bello, as a distraction, will sell his chicken. He has a meeting at the facility to try to strike a deal for chicken distribution perhaps he wants to market his boneless chicken as bellow bites a wondrous thing to have in your mouth the pr team is bellow himself and his brother bruto pule everyone decides to sleep at dicks that night and after everyone goes to sleep boone takes the paintings with the special symbol down and out of their frame and on the back he finds sketches they are plans for a building all together there are seven stories represented yet there is no seven story building in town boone sleeps on top of the paintings to protect them and bellow sleeps in his deformed bus contraption with the back half that looks like a chicken coop which he has named bello la barca which perhaps should be La Bella Barca, but I don't know. And that's the night. That's all. I'm done. That's your your cue, Michael. Yeah, yeah. 
Hang on, I spilled tequila. That crescendo of music at the end up. of Emily saying that's, that's where you go. I, it was still crescendoing. <laughs> okay. I worked really hard on that crescendo. I think it's time to start the show. Yeah. You know what? Let's start with you, Joe. Let's see how we can painfully peel away at your sanity points for the day. Oh. Uh, <clears throat> Dice! Yes. Talk to me. <laughs> Wow! <laughs> All of that, Sorry. and you forgot your dice. Uh-huh. Wait, oh, that's your cue. Hey, that's your okay. cue to roll your dice. Okay, oh, I got wait, him. I don't I have my him. dice. I got him. Okay, I I'm here. To, I, came I got my play, dice. I came to role playing night without my dice. I have my dice. I brought them. I hope you had to borrow some from Rick. Okay, these are my dice. I would not use Rick's dice. Yeah, I wouldn't that's touch ridiculous. those things. All right, why? Why not? Is there a problem? Without a blacklight. The, wow what do you <laughs> what do you and what scott is, crosses the line that's a line that's a line you just crossed scott scott is winning i just want to say like so far tonight scott is winning all right joe uh we're, we'll probably retcon a little bit from last episode sure, sure. and and um we we last left off with you in the theater and everybody was like huh you know Fuck Joe. We're going to leave her here and head back to Richard's house. So what did you do? Well, I probably would have gone home to the general store, knowing that I have an early morning the next day. And my boss is kind of a bitch. Oh, wow. That was somewhere. That's a place. Mm -hmm. I mean... All right, so you escape the the theater and mm-hmm. head back to your house. And mm-hmm. uh, what do you do once you get there? Well, I'm just I was feeling really confused about both the floating faces, the seeming beings from another realm, and the strange sort of purple mist, and all of these things that just don't seem to be easily explained. And so. I decided to pull out that journal that I keep with me. Okay. That I just still haven't haven't figured out. I just feel like there might be some answers in it. Okay. Uh, roll for sanity. Oh, that came quickly. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what it's amazing. I. I, I Wow, I just I can't even bash Rick like that. I'm mm-hmm. just gonna I'm just gonna skip right over that one. <laughs> I rolled. I don't want to tell you what I rolled though. Oh fuck oh. yes! Did you ninety eight it? It's all the bragging two weeks ago about how hot you were rolling. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. That Did was you two weeks ago. It? Tell me you ninety eight it. No, thank God. I only. 96 did. Oh! Yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh, wonderful. Um, okay, you can roll a d6 with that. Are you and sure? And if you get a 5 or a 6, we can invoke the sanity rules. Oh, I got a 2. Oh, come on. That's weak sauce. Yeah. Okay. Even so, um, as you open the book, uh, your uh, as you as you hold it in your hands, 
your thumbs as you're pulling the pages apart start to bleed into the pages and your fingers become like the paper and it it freaks you out you throw the book across the room um and you're still compelled though because as you were holding the book you noticed writing beginning to appear in it and so you go back over and you pick it up in spite of it um as you do um pain shoots through uh, your fingers up into your elbows um, and and really shatters the zone six of your shoulders. I mean, it just gets Not the there. zone six. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and that's the delicate it, part. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It makes it just really reverberate with pain, but you're compelled to look at it. And as you do, handwriting starts uh, going across the pages. Almost it's it's cursive and you're watching it being written. And it says the ritual continues to go well tonight possibly being one of the most revealing the strange thing it wasn't me who summoned the visions but i swear it was her and and as as this is happening i mean these words are appearing before your eyes um at this point you also uh you've you've seen enough of these and read enough that you're pretty sure that the author of these entries is male um and it continues Mm -hmm. on uh you're just kind of compelled even though the pain is uh, kind of racking you it said it looked like her but my understanding is she wasn't free so it couldn't have been her afterwards wasn't as good lp continues to berate me desiring more time more focus more secrets her insistence is more than i can bear and i'm dubious of her intentions i dare not leave anything unattended and i have alan following her so far, he only sees her drinking, but she lost him last Saturday when she headed northwest of the city. What a costly mistake. He'll make sure to keep a full tank from now on. Hmm. And then the writing ends, and as the, as the writing finishes, um, the, the, the pain's incredible. Um, you, you, you can barely close the journal. Uh, your arms ache and and you wonder if this is going to be a lasting pain if the keeper would be so cruel the keeper would never no no i mean your name's not bello right no okay no. Then you're probably you're probably fine oh, no my my mine is my name's bello <laughs> <laughs> sorry about that oh about that time you hear a lightning strike across the city okay <laughs> <laughs> now it's really delightful fried. now it's really fried chicken okay okay all right so um as that happens you fold the journal and you put it away mm-hmm. so i i'm happy to sleep the rest of the night and try to put this out of my mind but first thing in the morning i am going to go try to find some of these people that have experienced these events with me and maybe feel a little more willing to to share with someone because I just can't handle this on my own. Okay. Your your dreams that night are just filled with visions from things in the journal and what your mind has kind of filled in the blanks. So you see this man uh, darkly clothed 
performing a, a, a blood ritual where an, a, a goat is sacrificed atop a of strange symbol. Uh, some of the writing in this journal, of course, hasn't been in English, and it's been diagrams and drawings. And so this goat is sacrificed atop one of those drawings, and blood spills everywhere. A massive hole forms in the center of it, and you start to fall through it. Uh, you, you feel yourself fall, and, and you wake up screaming, uh, your body kind of with a jarring jolt as you scream. And it's a really restless night, uh, and you, you kind of continue this cycle. Uh, at, at one point, um, you're the center of the sacrifice and you become the sacrifice and you wake up again screaming. And so you just have these repeated nightmares throughout the night. On the upside, pick a skill, Joe, that you've used so far in the campaign. Oh, successfully. wonderful. Um, sleight of hand. All right. Uh, roll... Uh, you want to miss, so you want to get above sleight of hand. Okay. Uh, just roll a d100? Yep. I got below. Oh, congratulations. You improved sleight of hand by one point. But <laughs> getting below is not missing. Yep. Yeah, you want Oh, I only get you one got point. A, you okay. got a consolation okay. one. Yeah. So, interestingly, okay. the female characters in the campaign did not get to properly raise our skills, but all the male characters <laughs> did. Oh! oh no. mm-hmm. Yep. Just oh. saying. Well, are you are you using the dice right? Because I can I can go through and <laughs> you show us how. <laughs> Would you like to explain that to us? Someone's about to get Oh, oh, Rick's in trouble. No. <laughs> This is amazing. <laughs> so, for those who are listening in podcast only, you might want to go to the video and watch Emily walk into another room <laughs> to where Rick is. She, after she got chicken splained. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. I did. I did. So, oh my gosh, what was I going to say? Did that two that I rolled come off of my sanity? Yeah, hell yeah, it did. Okay, you just didn't say it. I wanted to make sure. Was there any physical damage from all the bleeding hands and such? Bleeding hands? Like my thumbs when I'm looking at the book and it's like making my thumbs bleed. They didn't bleed. You said they did. You literally, okay, I wrote, you did thumbs say that. bleed into pages. I, oh, I, crap. I, no, no. You know what I was thinking in my head? Here's a keeper fail. I thought it was like like merging into. Yeah, like, like, yeah that's like, what I meant. Like it was, that's where the psychic damage came from. You saw yourself being sort of pulled into the book. Yeah. Thank you, Scott. Oh. I'm on Team oh. Scott. I was picking up what you were putting down. You did a very, yeah. a very Okay. It, you, you it was did way say more bleed. interesting. It was way, right bleeding into the book, like mm-hmm. becoming part of the book. Yeah. yeah, like I was thinking, like it was, you could see like the fingers being extended and stretched as they pulled it. Okay, yeah, that's fair. That, that makes sense. Way more interesting than bodily harm. Okay. Oh. Yeah, I, okay. I was with Emily on that. Again, the never mind. Yep. Okay. <laughs> My mind is very literal. All right, so what else do you want to do, Joe? We are in the morning now. You want to kill the chicken man. 
you want to find the chicken man. So I'm going to put my book into my bag. You want to get a whole bunch of luck and sanity back? Just saying. Yes, please. Yes, please. How may I do that, keeper, sir? Kill the chicken man. Okay, what was that? You mean like like in real life? Whoa. Lock the doors. Sleep well tonight, Rick. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> We're gonna need it. We're gonna need a new player when Rick when Rick deceases. So will, will we? <laughs> Sorry. Cool. I don't know where everyone is. Wow. So the first thing that I'll do is just run out of forgetting about work, forgetting about Belinda. She'll have to deal uh and head back to the theater because that's the last place that I know everybody was. Okay, so this is the morning after. This is the morning after, yeah. Okay, uh, you'll get back. I don't, and- if, I don't know if this. I, I at least thought this, and I cannot, re- for the life of me, remember if I said it. But I was going to tell Joe that we were going back to. Because you were going back to your house, I never said it. I can't remember if I did. Mm-mm. No, okay. Because she know. and she was deep in the theater when y'all jetted, so I I'm not even. Okay. Yeah, I don't. It wouldn't even make sense to try and. Um, however, Joe, um, th- there's two options for you. You can, mm-hmm. you could. You get to the theater. It's locked up tight. It's those big wooden doors I showed y'all. Uh, we can go back to the picture, and this time the lock on the front is is clasped, so the doors are sealed. However, you're if if you were kind of purposely looking for them there'd be two things you could go look for culligan in the straits or you could go back to richard's house um either of those would make sense and if you want to roll to see what your luck is on it or if you just want to make a decision i think i'm probably okay with either one i mean i know culligan well enough to know that the straits would not be his first choice so if i had two places to look i would probably go look at dick's richard's You at know, Richard's house. You know that Richard's, I have a yes. pallet in his basement, like a little mm-hmm. bed in the basement, and mm-hmm. I okay, crashed on there. We, yeah. Mm-hmm. And especially this. with everything that's been going on, I think it would make a lot of sense for me to look for him there. Mm-hmm. You sure you don't want to go to the Straits? I'm sure okay. that Just I don't checking. want to go to the Straits. <clears throat> I do, however, want to see if there's another door to the theater. There are. There's two. There, uh, sorry. There's one on the when you face the front door. If you went around the left side of the building, there is a stage. Uh, you know, essentially an uh, equipment loading and unloading spot for the rear of the stage. Okay. And I assume that door is locked. You would assume correctly. I'm going to try it. See if it's yeah. open. Mm-hmm. It's, see. It's it's locked. Okay. Yeah. What kind of a lock? It's a um, that question. State of the art nineteen forties deadbolt. Okay. In fact, it stands out to you as being uh, a a lock that of elevated security. So are we talking like a deadbolt on the outside of the building with a padlock through it or something? Because if it was a deadlock on the inside, I wouldn't know what kind of lock it was. Touche. Touche. Um, 
<laughs> it's a keyed entry. How's that? You, you, now you you're changing the story. No, I'm not. It's a keyed entry. A deadbolt with a key. Yeah, well, on the outside of the building. Yeah, most of. Sure. Yeah, most sure, sure. of the deadbolts on the outside of the building would Great. require a key. Got it. Yeah. Wonderful. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Are you really? Do you want to get electrocuted right now? I touch the deadbolt. <laughs> Do I have to chicken explain what a deadbolt so is? Oh, good. <laughs> They're not usually electri- electrified. I'm just curious. Okay, I'm very great. curious. Joe is very curious. Fantastic. It's early in the morning. You're in an alley touching the deadbolt. Are you yes. happy? Yes, <laughs> yes okay. I'm happy. Fantastic. Okay. Good. I'm going to go to Richard's house now. <laughs> I, I love it when we drink before we record a show. <laughs> That's it. You touch the deadbolt. Now you're headed to... Ri- Fine. Go to Richard's house. Okay. I was just... I, Emily, was calling the keeper on his electrification comment. Okay, you know what? Roll. Roll a luck roll. Make a luck roll. <laughs> roll for electrification? No, no, no. Make a luck roll. I will make a luck roll. Yeah. Roll another 96. Be fine. Oh, I rolled 11. I made my luck roll. Fine. All right. You get back to Richard's house. That's delightful. Yeah. Isn't it? Okay. Well, I see this uh, strange contraption in the driveway. I'm going to knock on the door. Yeah, so everybody is... Oh, uh, you're going to knock on the door? Of the strange contraption in the driveway. What time is it at this point? Uh, Are you an early... Oh, no, Joe had a rough night. I'm going to call this... We're not going to call this very early in the morning. We'll call it 9 o'clock. Yeah, we would have been up already. Yeah, we'd be up by then. Well, most of y'all were up half the night, right? Doing weird shit. Like, everybody was like, well, and then I did this, and I did this. Yeah, I think Franny (laughs) just went to bed. Nine o'clock is freaking late. Yeah, the crack of dawn, they would have heard my car's alarm go off. What would that sound like? (laughs) You're muted. We couldn't hear that, Rick. (laughs) Okay, so... Um, I if y'all are if y'all are awake, uh, give me a constitution. Who has the lowest const or who has the highest constitution? We'll just go that way. Um, that's not probably me. Joe. No, Joe, you're not. You're not. You're not playing this game. Mine's 70? 60. Uh, 70? seventy. What's that? Seventy. I okay. think Kello and I are tied at seventy. It's Joe. All right, uh, uh, Culligan. This makes the most sense. Then, then uh, you're you're. We'll say you're up first because you're not sleeping in a chicken mobile. Super comfy. It's like a nest. <laughs> All right, Cully, what you doing? Well, no. I. So, what time did I? Like, am I waking up as Joe gets there? No, we'll say you're up before. So Joe's probably, you know, waking up, like looking at her hands, like, oh, my God, and and, like feeling her shoulders. All the pain's gone. It's kind of weird. Got it. Okay. So later on when she has to do something and it strikes her in an inopportune time. Yeah. So my my routine is I'll go and I'll go in the kitchen, get a 
giant, like he's got these, what are they, like mixing bowls? So I get like a mixing bowl and fill it with an entire box of like cornflakes. And then there's a big container of sugar. And so I'll get like just about a ladle full of sugar, like stupid amounts and pour it all over the cornflakes. And then I get a mil- milk and I'll fill the bowl. And every time I do this, I use at least half of his his milk just in this thing. And then I go out to the front stoop. I get the paper because obviously he gets it delivered. And I'll read the, the, the comics in the paper and just sit there with a big spoon, just, just eating my bowl of cereal. Okay, cool. All right, Cockadoodle-Doo, you're up next. I love that vision, by the way, Scott. Thank you for that. <laughs> uh, well, I'll uh, uh, pop open the side of my vehicle. Okay, here. Rutherford, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead, Bella. And I'll see if anyone else is up. I suppose what I notice if Culligan's up and on the porch. Uh. Are you on the porch? Or are you outside, Culligan? Oh no, no, no! I'm I'm sitting at like there's like a little sort of breakfast area. Yeah. It's it's sort of there's windows though, so there's a chance I guess you could see me depending on where you are from the outside. Because yeah, there's a ton of natural light in this house. Yeah. So, um, but uh, probably from what Bellows at. Uh, no, you. I mean, you wake up. There's there's nobody out and about, but you're up. Yeah. Well, I would go ahead and make myself a, a couple of eggs. Um, I got a griddle inside, and I would get that going. Um, oh, inside your chicken mobile? Chicken mobile. It's sort of okay. like a, a, a prehistoric uh, a food truck. You see here, I've uh, got uh, fryers and a little griddle. And uh, oh, um, sorry, I, I I need to go back a second. Culligan, when you sit down at the table to eat, there's these rolls of paintings. Uh, in the middle of the table with a pack of chewing gum on top of them. Oh, if there, yeah, if there's stuff there, then I'm going to go like just stand at the counter and do okay. my stuff. So I don't want to screw. I'm not even going to go near them once I notice them. So, okay. yep. So, and then I'll have the paper sort of off to the side of me okay. um, and just eating my cereal away. But yeah, I'll stay away from the table entirely. Okay, you're totally a 16-year-old. You're totally a 16-year-old. Yeah, that makes total sense. Okay, perfect. <laughs> All right. Um, okay, Bello, you're you're in the chicken mobile frying up some eggs. Um, yeah, and I and I'd make I'd make a, a, a collection of these uh, goods, and I would actually bring them into the house for everybody else, and sit them down at the table, and sit down next to Culligan, have some eggs, and uh, uh, offer offer if he would like some. What do you uh, What do you mean a collection of these goods? <laughs> Uh, of of my egg plate. But what do you mean a collection of goods? I, I just mean a collection of my 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 eggs. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. No, I, I I mean I'm kind of being a jackass, but I'm not trying to be a jackass. Like, what do you mean by a collection of like eggs? <laughs> Like I fried some eggs, I put them on plate, and I brought them in for people. Oh, you know? how, I got, how, I got, how I, many uh, eggs are in a collection? 
the gaggle in less than a I know, we'll say a, we'll say a, 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 a chicken tenders dozen. So you fried a, 13? You f- it's 11. It's a weird number because you eat one. Uh, <laughs> 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 uh, what is that thing about staying on the rails? I'm so glad I asked. I have this wonderful <laughs> laugh in stereo right now. <laughs> no. Holy God. Oh, and so God. bring my lemonade because I got some biscuits and I'll uh, bring them in. Folks. Okay. Right. Down. I'm actually glad you asked that. Yeah. All right. So you have a plate of 11 eggs and one in your tummy. And, and you're again. bringing it in and sitting next to Culligan. Rutherford, yeah. what are you doing? Wait. Oh, it's, f- it's a small detail, but you would be standing at the counter next to me. Unless you do anything with the stuff on the table. So so you may have missed this. There's a bunch of papers and some gum on the table. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't want to screw with them. So I'm just at the counter standing. At the so counter. I'm just holding a plate of fried eggs. No, you're standing at the counter <laughs> eating with the counter, Culligan. Got it. I'm at the counter. I'm standing. That's fine. Um, Bello, important question. What are you That's wearing? Good point. Very good question. Um, <laughs> you're hmm. not wearing a chicken suit. I'm not wearing my chicken suit because I'm going to be meeting folks. So I'm wearing uh, my finest uh, overalls with sort of a cut cu- cu- college shirt. Okay. Cut cu- cu- college shirt. Yeah, it's a blue blue college shirt with a, like my jean overalls. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I have, oh, I have another right. important question. And white, and white crisp shoes. No, white? no, too far. You were a doing blue okay. shirt you were doing- and White too much, crisp shoes. Too much. You were okay. you were on the rails for a minute there, and we were okay. All right, Franny, what are you doing? Uh, no, I, I have an important question for for Bello. Um, how how are the eggs Why? prepared? Why? Oh God, they're fried. He said they're fried. Is, fried. is that is that over easy? Like over me? No, it, that's fried. That's a fried up? egg. No, it's is a fried it, egg. A fried egg is its own thing. A fried, a fried, a fried eleven eggs. Does that mean like you break the yolk? No, fried egg. Fr- I, oh my God, they're a fried <laughs> egg. How's, how's Bella getting all dressed and all gussied up and doing all this stuff with a with a, a mangled arm? Are you I saying think the keeper deep, hates us? Are you saying a deep fried egg? I think maybe like, we this should is, do once, things. Once again, this is some Texas shit that I have never in my <laughs> fifty years heard of. <laughs> what? All eggs are fried the, in a pan. Do you fry them on the one side and leave it sunny side a, up? Do you turn it over okay. and just leave it soft? Do you leave it for a while so that it becomes medium but a little soft in the in the yolk? Or do you do you break it and fry it completely so that it's it's completely over hard? For for those that are listening, I'm really sorry. We're going to return to the story shortly, but we're going to have to educate Art on fried eggs. Yeah, for a please moment. do. Please do. Fried eggs are, are some sort of fat or oil placed in the bottom of the skillet. You crack the like egg and every throw egg. it. Into- okay, we're like no, every egg that's no, ever no, been no, fried no, in a no, pan. No, 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 Okay. No, th- there's poached. Sure, there's um, poached, there, there's, 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 there's boiled. Yeah, I get it. There's, yeah, I get it. You, but you when can, you fry it in you a pan. You can cook eggs. Go ahead. That's a fried egg. Yes. And you can do one of two things. You can either fry it open and allow the uh, yolk to naturally congeal or not, make it very runny, or you can cover the fried egg and allow it to skim over. But a fried egg is quite simply a fried egg. It is cracked into an oil or fat and fried. 
no done. flip. No, so just no one side. flip. Oh, interesting. But is it is it sunny side up? It or is it no, cooked enough so, so that the yolk is hard? It can be either. But sunny side up is a Texas very here. particular type of egg, whereas a fried egg can be covered. And if you cover it, the steam coming off makes the yolk cook, and it's no longer sunny side up. Okay, then how would you order that? How would you order what? What you just described. I want to drag a chicken egg. A sunny side up? No, the one where you cover it and cook it hard. Uh, called a sunny side up with a foreskin? <laughs> okay, we should move on. <laughs> Uh, We're going to edit this out for the sake of our audience, uh, right? Absolutely not. Uh, so, Bella, does this jive with what you were going for? Yeah, so I crack my eggs in a fashion, and then I just flip them up and over. So I actually have a collection, a gradient, so to speak, of fried eggs. Wait, but you, various... you said you flipped it over? Because he was very specific that no, 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 no. could not... possibly occur in a fried egg. <laughs> nope. No, I did not flip them over. I just have a, a collection of eggs that I've, I've put into the, the griddle, and then I, I uh, flip them into the, to the, to the plate that I brought. That's what I meant. Wait, not you cooked into, them on a not, griddle? Because that is not what he said. <laughs> uh, uh, with plenty of fat uh, there in the, in the, in the, on the griddle. It, it Hello, works. why don't you just call them all over easy? It fucking it works. It's a collection of over easy, over medium, and hard. It's a gradient of eggs. Thank you. you don't know what you're gonna get, Excellent. but you gotta get some eggs, okay. and they're gonna be great. Excellent. And we're gonna move on. We're gonna let the story continue to run on. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay. Excellent. With his over easy, over medium, over hard eggs. All That's right. right. So, can, Franny, can we get to what you're doing? Uh, yeah. So, uh, I have been up um, most of the morning working on my plan for later on today. And we'll come out once I hear people um, out and about in the kitchen. I'm going to come out. I will have a look at what Bello has and what Culligan has. And, and Franny's going to say, oh, uh, Cully, I see you didn't, you didn't find the, uh, the large bowl, did you? Um, and and Bello, thank you for, for making those eggs. That's lovely. I'm going to have some toast. <laughs> oh, yes, you're going to have Franny's some, gonna toast make some with toast with eggs. And go sit and make some coffee and have some coffee and toast for breakfast. Is Franny vegan in the 40s? Nope. Nope. She is oh, just okay. not eating anything that Bello is making. Um, oh, that's fair. <laughs> totally get that. And um, right. while the toast is, or while the coffee is um, is percolating, I'm going to poke around in those um, those papers that are suddenly on the kitchen table. They're not papers. They're, they're paintings they're rolled rolls. up, right? Yep. Yeah. So I want to open that up and see what's up with that. Okay. So um, we'll get to that in just a second. Sure Rutherford, thing. what are you doing? <laughs> uh, Rutherford, he, he's not going to partake of any collected uh, breakfast items, and he was, uh, he's not interested in food at all, so he's going to uh, shift around the house <laughs> and... Uh, As a concept. I hope you're hungry, Bella. <laughs> make a, he'll make a little bit of search around the house, uh, try to collect things up for their uh, excursion to the science center. He's very nervous about that happening and wants to be prepared. Um, and he's looking around to see if there's anything that he could use, like, oh. Rutherford, make a luck roll. Okay. See, Emily, Wayne brought his dice. Right here. Oh. oh. I have dice. I nailed it. Got it. I brought okay. them to another state. Um, 
And and what did you roll? Just just curiosity. Uh, thirty six, and I have a cre- a real good high luck. Okay, thirty six, and then let me ask you. This is for a bonus. What is your mechanical repair skill? Uh, actually, it's really damn good. It's seventy. Perfect. Okay, so what you find is, uh, you find you're gonna like this. You find Richard's ID badge <laughs> for the labs. Mm-hmm. Um, it's currently expired. However, uh, it has um, the laminate has broken on the side, and you're pretty sure that this would be easy mm-hmm. to take apart. Uh, that's where Rutherford is right on that, but having found that found this, and uh, with uh, with delicate delicate fingers, which he he does because of his mechanical abilities, he's going to. Uh, get a photograph and alter it and put his f- f- his f- photograph inside of it. Perfect. So that's what you'll work on. Uh, we're going to head to a break for a moment. And when we return, we'll see what Franny discovers there. Excellent. Then let's take five and we will see everyone on the other side. All right. We're back from break. Michael, take it away. Oh, hi. That's me. Yep, okay. That's you. Um, all right, so we left off, and Rutherford had discovered a piece of ID, and we were going to go over to Franny at the breakfast table. Oh, we were okay. Yeah. Uh, so peanut I'm breath. I'm uh, I, I'm 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 eating my circus peanut. Oh yeah, this it's episode. Let's go back to Joe. No. So I'm just going to look this at the episode um, brought to you by Spangler's Peanuts, the best peanuts in the world for vegans, absolutely and true. for meat eaters. Really not it's, for vegans. It's, they're not they're VD meaty. and meaty. They're, 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 VD. They're, they're vegan in air quotes. They're um, VD meaty good. Yes. <laughs> they are VD meaty. That's true. Um, so I'm going to unroll the uh, the paintings and just look at what's there on the table. Just sort okay. of, you know, curiously poking around. <laughs> yeah. They're paintings that look like up. Make a luck roll, actually. All right. Yeah, actually, no, you unroll them. You move the stick, you move the package of gum to the side and you unroll it and it's a painting of an upside down goalpost. Okay. Well, I made my luck roll uh, for whatever that's worth. Okay. All right. So you flip it over while you're looking at it and wahoozy batoozy, you see what looks like to be the sketches and uh, outlines of a building. So I'm just trying to spell hoozie patoozie. <laughs> and the hoozie patoozie. <laughs> right. You spell that the normal way, right? Well, hoozie patoozie, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, okay, so it's just paintings. Nothing strikes me as interesting. Do I notice oh, that there are paintings missing from the wall? Did, did, did my microphone cut out? Well, I was trying to spell patoozie. I, I said you flipped I over it with a the Z. painting because you made your luck roll oh. and on... It was Wahoozie Batoozie on the other side. There's some Wahoozie. drawings of what appear to be blueprints of buildings. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, and do the, uh, I'm just going to study the buildings. Um, you know, do they look familiar? Um, mm. Is it anything? You said that there's from. Make a knowledge roll. Okay. This is interesting. It's a good question. 
Um, I'm going to burn luck so that I make it. Oh, yeah. Do that. Do that. Burn that luck. Mm. <laughs> How did you make that sound dirty? <laughs> <laughs> because of the feeling she has when you fail your luck rolls. Yep. Mm. All right. That, that makes perfect it's sense. It's exciting. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, so... Wow. Okay, you you realize you you don't think back to when you're in the lab. You actually think about some hikes that you've taken in Los Alamos uh, Mm. across some of the rising. uh, It's kind of mountainous terrain, right? And when you've been up on some of the plateaus and up in the uh, larger structures above the town, and you're looking down, and this shape looks pretty familiar to you mm. and you're thinking that geometrically this this looks like a particular set of the science buildings interesting. or lab buildings interesting um and w- when i recognize that shape is that of just the upper floors of this seven story structure so uh curious you should ask there's no floors labeled on this building but the painting that you have unrolled uh appears to match the shape of an above ground facility okay so this isn't the seven story structure that was that was talked about last week it is it's the same structure but you you only have one you only have one painting unfurled in front of you okay um, but it is, a, I, I just want to, I'm not trying to be a pain in the ass, but it is a seven-story structure that I'm looking at, and I am aware of a seven-story structure? No, 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 no. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Okay. So so what was re- referenced last week, and there's multiple rolls of paintings in front of you. Gotcha. Right? He looked at multiple, he looked at multiple rolls, and each roll was a different floor, which is probably going to happen for your character, yep. because you see rolls on the table, and you see this. Okay. Drawing on the back, so you'll quickly start to. Um, uh, it's it's not necessarily. It, that was probably a little far of me to say to to go f- so far as to say that. But you're going. There's seven different paintings on the table and seven different schematics uh, of drawings. How's that? Okay, that makes more sense. Okay. Um, and I recognize this first one as a structure looking very similar to the above ground facility when i continue to look through uh, i guess what i'm getting at is does it appear to me in these blueprints that there are floors that don't exist that i'm not aware of that this is sort of pointing to the fact that maybe there are underground floors that i am not aware of in the structure that i am aware of make an intelligence roll okay is Franny smart? Yes, Franny Fran- is very smart. Um, yeah, but and art rolls the dice like shit. That's true, but this one um, is a success. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, so you're pretty easily you're pretty easily able to look at these and start to look at the staircases in the structure and realize that uh, these there's seven of these drawings and they do seem to be connected to each other. Okay. And this is not uh, the building that I work in? This is definitely not the building that you work in. Okay. But it's the same 
um, government agency. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. So right. think of it as a campus, right? Like sure. that. Maybe that's the best way to think of this as a campus. Yep. And your building's on the campus, but it's in a different part of the campus. Okay. Then I would certainly point this out to the rest of the group. Um, okay. And um, uh, you know, try to sort of think about this in the frame of reference of the plan that I'm trying to devise to get um, Culligan and Rutherford in to try and find Richard. Okay. As, as soon as you say that, I'm going to say, Franny, do you think that's where they're keeping Dick? Uh, well, I, I think it. I think it might be. Uh, it certainly seems to be some sort of secret facility. Uh, now, my security clearance isn't very high. Um, but I, I am familiar with the other structures, and, and no one really talks about all these extra floors here. So it does How seem odd. How many extra odd. floors are there? Uh, well, it, I, 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 how many floors am I aware of, Keeper? <laughs> <laughs> so based on the, I mean, based on what you're seeing, seven. No, I know that there's there's seven in the in the structure, but how many was I aware of prior to looking at the blueprints? Oh, at most two. Okay. Yeah. So you know, this is a two-story structure that I'm familiar with. So there's five other floors here that that seem to be somewhat secretive. If they exist, I don't know. Maybe this is some sort of a um, a plan to build them. Maybe they're in construction, or maybe they've been there the whole time. I, I really wouldn't know. We got to tell Rutherford. He's the smart one. He's going to figure this out. Because man, we can't search five floors without getting caught. Well, we we may have a way to to get you um, pretty deep in there. But, uh, you know, my, my phrasing, um, but we, we can, <laughs> I think we can get you past security pretty well. What happens once you get in there? We have no idea. I, I don't, I can't tell what's going on in these floors. Rutherford, what does this look like to you? Ah, well, I was going to say, I guess Rutherford comes by and, uh, yeah, he, he says, yeah, absolutely. The floors would be subterranean for the, uh, the, the, the nuclear, uh, aspects of the, their experiments that there's some, curiosities with nuclear experimentation and danger we don't we don't know completely what it does to living organism and it has to be kept safe and also the uh, chemi chemistry that they need to be uh, looking at and subterranean subterranean labs are much better for that is that and, something uh, that that you're familiar with richard working on um we we uh we in a, a graduate school worked on a, a, a paper today together on, on some nuclear aspects. He's much better than the nuclear stuff. And I was working on the, the chemistry aspects of it, but I learned quite a bit over the years and have done a lot more studying. That, that that's why I'm here because the, that facility is doing some nefarious things. Oh oh dear! I I think the the keeper might be having some sort of a problem over there. Um. Uh. So. So. Uh. Uh. Keeper. Let me just ask. Uh. Does Bello know where he's supposed to meet the folks at Los Alamos for his meeting later? Um. And is it at this building or a different building that they're referencing? Hell no! You're not meeting at this building. You're meeting at like a central dining facility. So like again, think campus, right? And the uh, the building that Franny would be referencing is in one part of the campus where the dining hall where your meeting is in a centralized area. I see, I see, I see, I see, I see. I'll continue, everybody. <laughs> sure you don't want to take over the show? <laughs> well, no, don't, do not give him that <laughs> oh. option. <laughs> so uh, is it about time? I want to go find uh, 
if we can get Joe. I can't, I don't want to do this without Joe around. So, is it about oh, time? It, yeah, yeah. yeah. So while y'all are while y'all are eating lunch and examining it's or breakfast. eating breakfast and um, uh, yeah, Joe shows up. Thank goodness. Sorry, I, I kind of forgot it. about you. How could you forget about Joe? I really even asked if I was that? there yet. All right, so as you soon really as you come in, I'm going to say, Joe, did you have breakfast yet? No, <laughs> I no. fucked on eggs here. Nobody's eating him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say, don't eat the eggs. And I go oh. get you your own bucket of cereal. And before you even have a chance to ask, I'm dumping the sugar on and I'm getting the other half of the milk. I'm like, you've got now a bucket of cereal in front of you. And the I'm I'm eating with basically like ladles, so I get you your own ladle. Oh, it's the Cully special. Thank you. I have to talk to you. You want any eggs? something so weird happened last night. Okay. Can we tell everyone because we just found where they might be keeping deck. Oh, oh good. Okay. Do you th- from from now on. They might any be keeping player, dick in a any, deep dark any hole. Pl- for every player that says dick, you have to make a sanity roll. <laughs> no. I'm, I'm glad I'm just putting that out there. I'm glad that's, I got one the in there room. right at the end. <laughs> Wait, what, about, what about Dicky? Make a sanity roll, Scott. No, I'm just asking. This was yeah. Make character. a sanity roll, Scott. <laughs> I think he was asking for yeah, rules clarification. For I was asking for rules clarification. Uh huh. Make a make a sanity roll, Scott. I think you made it clear. <laughs> I got it. I got a fourteen. Okay. All right. Anybody else? Any other takers? But what if not we, yet? What if we slip? <laughs> All right. Oh. Okay. I'm not I'll continue on, please. Continue okay. on. So, Joe, we may have found where they're keeping <laughs> What? <laughs> oh, wow. my God. Careful with your diction. Scott, <laughs> I'm making the sanity roll for you. <laughs> I, think at, I think at disadvantage right? uh, yes I think that's right at disadvantage oh, wow. we've uh, gone off the rails and oh. it's not Rick's fault Joe is in crisis everybody else just is talking about Dick well to be fair I don't think any of the characters are It's what's your sanity Culligan this <laughs> <laughs> point a one 70 Okay. 70. Wow. You're so sane. You take two points of sanity damage. And Joe, what's your sanity? What? I'm in crisis. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, you just said the D word. 53. All right. I made that one. Oh, that's so Is that good or bad? (laughs) All right. It's fine. You don't take any sanity damage. Y'all try and continue on talking about Richard. (laughs) <laughs> I okay. have a and problem. And I'm going to drink a caffeinated hydrating beverage. What? So what happened, Joe? So have you ever are you, seen Are you my... telling the whole group? Or just me? Should I? I mean, we're, we're trusting them with a lot. They're helping us to get Richard back. Yeah. 
That's true. Okay. And they seem pretty bad. I got to say, Rutherford seems like about the smartest person I've ever met. Okay, well then, Rutherford, maybe you can help me with this. And I just hand him the journal. Ah. And Rutherford goes, absolutely. Let me look at Uh what you've been reading. And uh, opens opens it up. And... uh, Takes peek inside now, and then says at the same time, "Who's whose jur- journal is this?" Um. Well. Um, wait, wait, wait! Who'd you show the journal to? I just what handed it? it to Rutherford because oh, Colin said he was the a, smartest make, person. Make a sanity roll just for opening that puppy. Oh, pizza cake! Got it. All right, keep going then. Uh, it's my. It, it's mine now. But who's whose writings inside? Who who wrote the entries into the j- journal? Well, see, that's the thing. Um, I mean, there was a man who had it before I did. I don't know if he wrote it because last night some writing appeared. Uh, appeared? How so? Someone had. What do you mean? wrote in it and then you opened it and they wrote in it when you were asleep like in front of my eyes i could see the letters forming and it's happened before but but this time it seemed like they might have been writing about like something we saw uh my 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 dear i i i believe you must have been Dreaming or hallucinating? Because no, seriously, look. So look at the last entry. And so Rutherford goes to the last entry, and and doesn't it say like something about a ritual, the ritual going well, and the vision summoning the visions? We saw visions yesterday. So we Rutherford. saw visions in the theater. Huh. And I, I said, young lady, the the, the visions in the, the theater were just. Uh, light and shadow and were, were tricks they were uh oh, Rutherford, you, i know that you say that seen. but richard didn't think that was the case richard said that that was that he couldn't explain it and that it wasn't just lights and ma- lights and stuff well he, he said he, that he said that it was an unexplainable and that's why he wanted us all to come well my good and it friend, said richard it said lp wants to figure things out and there he's looking for a logical explanation to it there isn't things that just ha- happen through supernatural and pseudosciences that that's just not the case but and, how and do you explain the journal talking about lp it said lp continues to berate me and last night we heard this woman sing and her name was lp it was lana Perey, and then I heard her berating someone after the show. It was Taskbar the magician. So Rutherford goes to the uh, the the final page that uh, Joe is referring. Rutherford, to. make a psychology roll. Yep, and he okay. How is my psychology? Oh, not very good at all. Nope, I didn't get it. You think Joe is a hysterical child? Okay, yeah, that would be logical to uh, Rutherford. And Rutherford looks at the be, final, I think it would be final entry and wants to see if it matches up to what she's describing. But there is no final entry. On the page? It's and, the and book so I go, to, I go to the page and I hold it up and I said, I said, 
Wait, 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 wait. I say the the final entry is like the one that that y'all are referencing at the moment. But then there's several. Uh, there's you know probably twenty or thirty blank pages afterwards. Oh no no I I mean the uh, the the final the ent- last entry that was put in the one that's speaking of this ritual the page that she's referring to. Oh I'm her- sorry okay yeah, yeah yeah go ahead then. So uh, Rutherford goes to that opens it up and looks at it and puts his you know points to it and then says is this young lady is this the entry or you are talking about and do the words match what she was saying? Yes they do. They do okay yes. Um, I said, uh, I, I'm is that uh, you said there's other entries too did the other entries did they come in the same way is it the same handwriting is it the same person i mean it, all of the handwriting that i've seen appear seems to be the same person right keeper yes but it's not all in english yes hmm. Hmm. and there was a lot in the journal when i stole i mean um when Hi. i when i got it did you what what did, what did you say about i gotta the, say that's a character slip yeah. that's perfect what did you say about the the journal my dear you 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 found it or or procured it uh yeah well who, whose journal is this i mean okay so the man that had it I don't know if he wrote it all, but his name was Hans, Hans Becker. Did you take this journal from the the theater the other night? From the no, 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 no. Uh, I've had it for a a long time. Is that name is that name familiar to me at all? Uh, Say again. Sorry. Is Hans Becker that is that name familiar to me at all? Um, and for that matter, man. is it familiar to Rutherford at all? Yeah, roll for um, uh, let's see, do a uh, uh, let's do an edu on that one. Okay, uh, should Rutherford too? Sure. Yeah. yeah, you could both do an edu that on that. Is a hard hard success for me. Ooh, hard okay. success for Rutherford. Oh, look at y'all. Y'all are just all hard together, aren't you? Okay. Uh, wow. For the man trying to quell the <laughs> Roll for jokes. sanity, mister. Okay, roll for sanity, Joe. Roll for sanity. <laughs> if you can't I got get it. The, if you can't get the dick out of your mouth, you're going to roll for sanity. Okay, oh, keeper, cool. roll for sanity. Wow. <laughs> roll for sanity, Michael. Keeper doesn't have to roll for sanity. <laughs> I, I got it. I got okay. a 16. All right. So for those of you who uh, successed on Hans, uh, let me give you a little bit of background here. Um, and let's let's throw something in here that makes it a little bit interesting. Um, you know from your research, uh, he is an eccentric up in Abiquiu. Um, he's known because he has an extensive personal library and let's see what else we can we can pull out here. Oh, that's pretty good traits. Good. Nice. Even 
better. Okay. Um, the two of you will know him because um, it, his he's a very academic individual and as such is a, a, a dominant book collector. Um, the two of you, uh, Franny and Rutherford, um, would have connected with him um, at his uh, fourth wedding. Hmm. Okay. Um, he was remarried for the fourth time. Um, and at that wedding, uh, things that transpired was um, it's quite extravagant. And um, Hans, you should know, uh, is a, a very wealthy individual. Uh, and this was a large wedding. So you weren't invited because you're personal friends or even close friends. Uh, you're almost invited as chair or seat fillers for the wedding, right? Mm -hmm. um, just to fill it out and uh, make it a bigger production than it already was. Um, one thing that uh, definitely stands out is that Han's brother is deaf. Um, and it, it, it's lended a certain air to his um, academic research in terms of trying to find ways to restore the hearing of his brother, um, which is not something that's kind of on the down low at all among the scientific community. He's known uh, somewhat, somewhat as a zone researcher. Um, hmm. He's a, a little bit on the, uh, in terms of seeking out any modality that he believes might restore his brother's hearing. Um, he's also, on the other hand, quite known among the scientific community as a practical joker. Um, mm. Somebody who would go so far as to loan out books, but replace pages. And um, the practical jokes aren't so much uh, to be humorous or insidious as provocative. So he would replace pages of books to see if people actually are reading the ones he loaned out. And uh, so um, people have, have noticed that when he puts things out into the world, he's keeping a keen eye on how they're interpreted and handled. And huh. so, so at that, Rutherford would say to Joe to give her some background and, and uh, Franny, and I said, Franny, th this, is, this is Hans, and this is one of his, his books. Uh, and and actually, it's totally possible. Sorry, I don't mean to interrupt you, Wayne. Um, it's totally possible that y'all were at this wedding same wedding and you never saw each other mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. thousands of people at the wedding it was incredibly large um okay. so if you want to roll on that or um if it's important to your story either way i'm okay with rutherford if like you saw franny there or if you want to yeah. roll to see if it was by chance i'm okay with that too but either way but that's how large this wedding was uh mm -hmm. i would i wouldn't have real connection to franny but i may have I may have seen her there, you know, being in the academic world. So I'll go for chance. Yeah, okay, what about sure. the uh, the yeah. guest book? If you saw her name or something. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I rolled a, I rolled a five. I rolled a five. Okay. So okay. The, then it's your choice. It's totally your choice. Play it out how you want. Um, I would have seen. Let's just say I would have seen Franny there and know 
that she knows of him and then um you you and i in 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 a small discussion over an open bar we realized and that uh, we talked about the history of this fellow being a jokester and that he doesn't really have a great success in his science world but because he has his money he likes to um oh he likes to do these scientific adventurisms and go out there and he's more of a pop, popular you know going for popularity as opposed to breakthroughs perfect <laughs> and this book would fall into the so i say to franny it's this book that our friend joe has seems to be one of his one of his tricks and i think joe has must have fallen victim to something curious about this book this is not a, just a trick said, this well, book is dangerous it could be because of the person who supplied it with the truth bent about what it's really about i don't for it's, second believe this is a, could be too too dangerous unless you believe it to be so i just you're not listening to me I take the book back if i can <laughs> and, I'll, and I'll, I'll hand it back to you and i was like i said uh young lady it, it's it's fine i just don't don't you let yourself get too too upset about these things and i, I don't question you did see something but what you saw was was in your mind but not not the source was not this book it was this book is dangerous the things right. in this book can be deadly and then what i then i go, go to uh Sater, i said what's dangerous is the science lab where our friend was taken and that's the most dangerous thing in this area and we we have to get inside to to save our friend the danger there is is of a paramount importance for us to avoid the dangers of it and find our friends so franny's having a bit of a crisis here because she really wants to believe joe uh, and she doesn't want to dismiss her uh, mm -hmm. at the same time she knows uh, that this dude is a practical joker and um, would probably enjoy creating something that would that would freak somebody out um so uh, she's going to say, uh, uh, Joe, might I, might I have a look at that book? Sure. Okay. So she's going to take it and, and flip through it. And you're gonna go, I'm just going to really quick. I'm going to say, Joe, if it's so dangerous, how come you're keeping it? Mm. I, I can't. It. <sighs> it's the last I my family is dead because of this book well, I'm going to walk over and I'm just a stupid 15 Sorry. year old boy but I'm going to put my arm around your arm yeah yeah. Oh no way! You rolled a what? Oh no! So oh, in, no. The, oh, in no. the background, oh, for, no. for those listening to the podcast, uh, Michael asked me to roll oh. a psychology roll oh, um, while looking through the book, and I rolled a ninety-eight. Okay, so as you're flipping through this book, uh, Joe is delusional to you. She's just an adolescent child and you you fully all you can see are hans's pranks all through this text 
mm-hmm. and the, there's nothing it it it, ha, it reeks to you of uh his ways of um deluding people and uh, trying to convince them of supernatural existence and it uh, you you in no way in fact um uh you have to say something offensive right now to joe Joe Dowling, I am so sorry about your family, uh, but this man, it, he he loves to, to 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 get a rise out of folks, and I I think that the timing here is is just very poor. That his his joke has led you to uh, to be feeling this way. Uh, there there is nothing wrong with this book that is supernatural. Um, it, it it is just that. You are letting your feelings cloud your judgment, and uh, that is what you are seeing in this book. That was a little too subtle. It was. I'm gonna go so far. I'm gonna go <laughs> so far as to say. I was trying to diminish her feelings. <laughs> yeah, no, I know, but I, it, with a 98, you're gonna. We'll leave everything in place except when you said "rise out of people." We're gonna say "rise out of simple minds." Okay. Yeah. It's going to be that. It's going to be that cutting it, Joe. Mm. You are so short-sighted. I'm just going to grab my book again. (laughs) Run out the front door. Joe, 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 uh, let me just, do you mind? I I actually believe you. You see, I I may have dabbled myself in a bit of the unknown. And uh, uh, if you wouldn't mind, I'm happy to take a look at this. I'm still running out the front door, so you can follow me out if you want. I'll I'll follow you out. Are are you going to be carrying your tray of eggs? No, I've I've eaten half of my my, my, my tenders dozen, so I'm I'm all gassy. And it's uh, a lot of sulfur, so you can smell me on my way out. And I'll uh, find my way. uh, (laughs) So I smell you coming. You would No, they smell me leaving. And... Okay, hang on. We'll catch up with you in a second. Uh, Franny, I would like you to establish with Rutherford how ridiculous this text is. Um, <laughs> yes, now, Rutherford, of course, we know that that this is, has nothing to do with what we are looking for. This is just a silly practical joke. Uh, now, uh, let's get back to the actual work of, of trying to find Richard. I, I, I couldn't agree more that that, that nonsensical b- b- book is uh, I, I, it's not even worth the paper that it's it's written on. Uh, it, it, if we had a, a campfire at hand, it should be tossed into it. This this foolish person haunts and his his uh, meanderings into in such folly leads people leads some people astray who don't don't have the uh, the mind to uh, see through his. Uh, see through his veil of uh, foolishness yes of course it, the girl didn't know him she has no idea what uh, uh, what he is about had she known a- anything about either science or the man who wrote it she wouldn't feel that there was a- anything serious here uh, absolutely now, now to other matters at hand I, I hold up uh, since Franny works at the thing I hold mm-hmm. up the ID that I've been working on and I said Franny you have an eye for these things and work there how how convincing is this ID? 
when I show it to Franny. Um, so w- whose name is on it? Um, Rutherford's now, I believe. Actually, I'm trying to think how would I, how would we do go about that? Or we can't keep we can't keep Richard's name on it because he's been abducted. So we'd have to right. use a different a different name mm-hmm. on it. Um, um, and and I, then, I think your name would be fine. Um, so I, I I've been trying to work up a plan to get you in as recommended by another doctor, like a, someone who does have security clearance. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you used your name on it. Yeah, that's um, why I said I haven't. I've left the, the name. I've left blank so far because that's why I was showing. I wasn't quite sure which angle to go on with. Okay. Yeah. No, I think it would make more sense to have to have your name, um, and then I'll come up with paperwork from. Um, legitimize it. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Yeah, For uh, you and an assistant. Perfect. Uh, to get into uh, a secure I, area. Because yeah, then I could we'd have uh, other ID that we can use to follow it up just in case. Right. Yep. Okay. I like it. Okay. Um, we're starting to have a few threads here, and mm-hmm. we're also kind of at a stopping time. So I think I'm going to pause here because otherwise we're going to get into a few threads. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. And so for just, next... Just really quickly, to be clear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. As soon as Joe grabs the book and runs out, I'm going right with her. And over my shoulder, I'm yelling. I'm just yelling back to him. I'm like, what did you guys do that to her for? And then I'm okay. heading straight out after Joe. Okay, okay, so Joe and Culligan, this is where we'll we'll pick right up on this tale next week because there's a lot of there's a lot of kind of important things going on here at the moment. Um, we'll have Joe and Culligan out the door with Bello on their trail. Uh, Bello, you're going to need to keep or, or uh, Joe, if you can just take notes that Bello rolled a five to get you to stop. Um, four. So, four. A four. So w- whatever, it's significant. Um, and so he's going to be able to get to stop and talk to you. Um, one other thing I, I need for some clarification, Culligan. Do you have another friend from the Straits? Oh, you mean uh, like just people from my area? Yeah, that I'm yeah, also yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I've got... I had sort of a group when I was younger that I okay. spent a lot of time with that we were in a gang, but we were, let's say, a collection of kids who didn't always do the right things together. Who's um, the closest member of that group that you were with? A guy named Solomon. Okay, so... Uh, Cully and Solly. Um, two neighborhood thugs. <laughs> All right. Uh, Solomon? Yep. Okay. Perfect. And he's about your age, right? About my age. Yep. Okay. Yep. We're still friends. We're still friendly, but he and the old gang just sort of went off in a different direction for me, and I've been trying to do better. Um, One of the things that Richard keeps reinforcing with me is that my choices influence what happens in my life, and so... I'm trying to use what he's teaching me and actually make better choices. So okay. I'm actually trying to learn in school. I'm trying to sort of take care of the things in my life that I've always just ignored. Perfect. So uh, Solomon might make an appearance in the next couple of weeks. So offline, I just want you to get me a little info about him so I can play him. Sure. Cool. Okay. Is that where we're calling it? I think, uh, is that what y'all want to do? 
probably a good. Sure. It's a good. It's a good pausing point. I okay. think. Okay. Great. All right. Okay. Well, and that's gonna do it for us tonight. Uh, thank you for joining us. Until next time, if you'd like to find us uh, online, the website is underthelibrary.com. We're on Instagram, under the library, and Twitter, under the LIB. You can find us on YouTube, or if you found us on YouTube and you want to hear some podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts, we're everywhere. So for myself, for Michael, for Scott, Wayne, Emily, Rick, and even Wait. for the absent Chris, what? What, what, why is there all this pointing going on? What did, what did I miss? I, forgot, I forget two things, and I always forget to say them at the front of the show. Hit it. One, we have our Patreon at Patreon slash Under the Library. And then we also have a module up from Season 1 in yeah. drive Through RPG um, called The Snake's Oil. And uh, it's a great kind of addendum scenario we never got to in the original season. And if you want to play along with some of these amazing characters from season one, you can by looking up the snake's oil on drive through RPG Excellent. in once, the Miskatonic University. Yep. Once again, that's the snake repository. Miskatonic repository. Sorry. All right. Yeah, let's be clear sorry. about that. And it is the snake's oil. Thank you, Michael. Um, I should probably put that in my notes so that I remember that as well. So thank you for that. And thank you for joining us and we will see you next time. Oh, God, this smells awful. Ooh. Oh, God, I'm going to drink it anyway. Why? Are you secretly, like, 12? I didn't say I couldn't murder you, but I did say I wouldn't murder you. Can we make a whole episode of Rick trying to make something electronic work while we make fun of him? Me use computer. You're actually not invited. (laughs) It's a tough night. It's a tough (laughs) night out there. Meaty meaty. Is that your Tinder handle? I haven't gotten a date yet. Should I change my name? You know what? Fuck all of you. That's all I have to say.